The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Welcome back to the Rookie and the Vet podcast. Joining me, as always, my guy Dante Furco. And taking a step away from football season Mm -hmm. for right now, it's been a rough go for the Illini football team. But basketball season just tipped off. That's looking really good right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And especially, I know it doesn't have any bearing on the ranking, the season, but... Illinois took down number one Kansas Mm -hmm. in an exhibition matchup um, to kind of start off the season. It was for that Maui fundraiser due to Mm -hmm. the wildfires. Um, The one thing I'm disappointed in, Illinois didn't wear the specialty jerseys. But Kansas did. But Kansas did. Yeah, I didn't really get that. I don't understand why both teams didn't wear it. I think it's because Illinois was a dark jersey too. Yeah. So they should have made a white one. Exactly. Anyway. I, I was I was confused, especially when I saw Kansas come out. I was like, right. "Oh, Illinois has to be coming out in Hawaiian style jerseys," but they didn't. No, it's it, all good. It it would just I don't know. You could have easily just like auction those off after. I know they auction like signed jerseys or whatever, but you easily could have auctioned off those. Um, but yeah. Illinois took down Kansas. I think we may see it have an impact on the rankings. I don't know. And we kind of speculated about that the day of. Mm-hmm. It's a little. But, it's a little hard not to. Account right, that and in. that's what I was kind of thinking. It's like, like you see this happen, and I mean, it's not like mm-hmm. both teams were just playing, you know, their B squad or anything like that. Yeah. I mean, these were the starters for Kansas. These are going to be the starters mm-hmm. that they have for the entire season. Yeah, and you don't you don't usually see. Two big time teams like that play in the preseason, so like not like exhibition wouldn't matter much for any other team, any other game. But with this one, just being the implications of Illinois taking down number one Kansas, like it's I, I think it's gonna have some effect. We we will see what next Monday if it does. I think Illinois will jump either way. Um, hopefully, you not, got to. I think you have to. I think Michigan State's the only team that's lost so far in the top twenty five. If I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe somebody else, but hope I'm going to think Illinois at least jumps a couple spots, maybe right. gets to the 20 range. But yeah, I mean, took down Kansas. They look good. Like it's, I what's what's so weird is I kept having the feeling like Illinois would be losing the game. Yeah. Because it just felt like Kansas at one point was just making all their shots, and Illinois was still up like six or whatever, and then they end up winning by seven points. Like they played very well they rebounded uh, especially when you got Hunter Dickinson right in the middle right um, Illinois was able to grab 39 rebounds Kansas only 32 so on um, their causing havoc in that regard you know Terrence Jones Jr obviously leading the way he had 28 points yeah um 
he's going to be a imp- big impact player this year, but he, he looked good. And you got that – the see finally get to see. We had so, many, so much speculation in the offseason what the starting lineup would right. look like and everything. And we finally got it with – Ty Rogers at the point, which we pretty much expected. The question mark was who runs the two, whether it's Luke Goody, Domask, or even Sincere Harris, which we'll get into. Um, but they ended up going with Marcus. And then the three, who am I blanking on? Oh, Terrence Shannon Jr. I guess Terrence Shannon is. I, I think the two and three are interchangeable with Illinois, Terrence yeah. Shannon Jr. and Marcus in terms of, because they're both kind of the same size. A little bit Terrence Shannon Jr. is, I guess, a little bigger. Um, but then you have Quincy at the four i guess coleman at the five quincy at the five coleman at the four i guess they kind of just both play that paint i mean quincy kind of dominated with rebounds overall Mm. for illinois uh justin Harmon also logged quite a bit of minutes in this game too he finished out the game they took out ty rogers and yeah uh, he kind of justin Harmon kind of iced the cake i mean he played well i mean points wise doesn't jump off the stat sheet with Mm -hmm. six but I mean, he pretty much went three for five for field goals. He was three offensive rebounds, three defensive rebounds. Um, I mean, not terrible. And one thing that has plagued Illinois, I think, last season and the season prior, when they got into that first round of the NCAA tournament, was the free throw shooting. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, those are free points – but everyone shot fairly, in this game at least, mm-hmm. everyone shot fairly well from the line. Um, TSJ was 70%. Coleman was two for two, so I like to see that. I feel like that's been one of his big struggles. Um, eight for 10 for Quincy. Marcus was two for two. Ty Rogers, one for two. And then Dane Danger, yeah. one for four. So Dane, Dane. definitely some of these guys, I think, need to put in those free throw work and practice a yeah. little bit it's it's something you can't it's e- it's easy points nobody's guarding you, you right you gotta hit it especially since illinois does a good job with their size getting to the free throw line because they're a physical team not afraid to drive in the paint and get contacts you gotta make those shots like especially when you're somebody like coleman or terrence shannon jr which is more, was more of the issue with terrence more of the issue in their game against eastern illinois you gotta hit those shots one you're trying to go to the nba and when you're a guard or somebody that's not a center you have to make free throws yeah the only time it's inexcusable pretty much is if you're a huge a big center um because that's basically what you just expect like i mean it adds only so much more if you're a guy like dane danger hitting your free throws as a center as a big man like that will it'll yeah yeah free free throws are given it's like being a kick i don't get me wrong in the moment, it's tough, but like it's like being a kicker. It's like you just gotta make it. Right. It. But like, I mean, set, extra points. Wrong, those like, are a gimme. I get like fifty-yard field goals if we're gonna yeah. do a football analogy. Yeah, those are tough. Yeah. Um, just something, something you gotta make. But eleven points left off the board. I mean, this game could have been a lot mm-hmm. bigger difference. I mean, we could have been talking, you know, fifteen to twenty point victory for Illinois. Yeah. I mean, seven points. That's still pretty good. It's not like they won. By just a basket. Mm-hmm. Um, and this case, like, it's not even like they're not. Kansas isn't even like an exaggerated one. They are really good. Right. Like, they have so much talent across the and board. And especially adding, I think, Hunter Dickinson coming over from Michigan. Mm-hmm. That was a big storyline last year. Kevin McCord Jr. is really good. And then you have KJ Adams. I mean, Dewan Harris Jr. Like, um, 
there's a few of these guys who are on that national championship team. Like, they've been there. They're a really good team. And Kansas gets the best recruiting class every single year. Yeah. Them, Kentucky, and Duke. Like, yeah, they're good. And this is a big win for Illinois. But then again, I mean, last year, Texas was a big win, and UCLA was a big win, and we saw yeah. it really didn't translate at all. But That was still when, granted, that was early in the season last year, and again, we've talked over the last season on just there was something going on in that locker room. Oh, People yeah. People weren't jiving. This team definitely yeah. seems to be... They're more cl- they're more connected. Yes, most definitely. And I think that Spain trip definitely helped out with that tremendously. Um, I still can't believe last year, like the genuine disconnect. Like it was so obvious. Yes. Like Matthew Meyer was coming into post game pressers and being like, "Yeah, I'm just not on the same page with my head coach. Like we're just." Like, he didn't say we didn't get along, but like you could get that vibe. They did not get along. Like they viewed. A lot of things different. Work ethic, like work, like it's. And I it think very. Yeah. Sky Clark's departure definitely spoke kind of volumes mm-hmm. on what was going on without kind of things being said. Um, yeah, that was an interesting story. He'll be at Louisville this year. See how he does. They got upset in an exhibition game against a really bad team. I forget who it was, um, but I'll be interested to see how he is. But yeah, no, definitely a more connected team this year. It looks like they actually enjoy playing with each other. Um, they play as a team, not as individuals. Um, this is going to be a good team. I'm excited to see them play. Kansas, big win. You'll take it. Too bad it doesn't count on your record. Right. Um, but like we said, we'll see how it how it kind of plays weight into the, the next AP poll for week one, I guess week two, whatever you consider it. So we'll see with that. Yeah. But Eastern Illinois, that was their opening game of the season. Yes. They played... They played pretty well. They really struggled out the gates in like the first seven to ten minutes. They were not hitting shots. Eastern Illinois was leading. Um, there wasn't much concern, but they weren't making shots. They were allowing guys to get to the rim. Um, but they they got to be better. They got to have a faster start because they just – it took them till late in the first half to kind of really get things going, start making shots. Terrence Shan Jr. kind of led that. And then Gibbs Lawhorn came in, really added some – uh, versatility off the bench but they there was a lot of guys who contributed in this game which is good not even like in the last couple minutes um like Dane Danger he got some good minutes in Luke Goody he was able to hit three threes Taron Chan Jr. hit three threes and then uh I'm trying to think of who else Gibbs Longhorn hit two threes so I mean they shot less than 30 percent from three-point arc but they were able to put up a bunch of shots they were not willing they're not afraid to put it up but then yeah um, just a lot of wealth being spread, which I yeah. like. It was not not a one man show. With Darren Shan Jr. It's just everybody, and that's what that's what they need to win. And I will say for this Eastern Illinois game, throughout the entire roster, only two players didn't record a point. Mm-hmm. And I mean, kind of. I was t- my neighbor's a big Illini fan. Um, I was talking to him about a week or so ago. Um, it was after the Kansas game. He said he kind of caught bits and pieces, but the one thing I told him that looks promising for this season is how deep they are. Oh, yeah. And how much we're getting involved with mm-hmm. some of these bench players coming in. 
Um, and I think a big one that be interesting to see how that goes. And I didn't know how he'd fit this year, but especially now I see him fitting in more is Nicola Moretti, point guard from Italy. Um, he's a good playmaker. He's able to kind of distribute the ball. He had in limited minutes. I mean, he had three assists, three rebounds. He totaled 12 minutes. Um, so if you can get that kind of versatility off the bench, um, that point guard position, especially, you know, losing a guy like Sincere Harris, who's going to redshirt for the year, which kind of took me by surprise. The more point guards off the bench, the better. And I was going to say a question to you. Do you think him redshirting is an indication that he's going to hit the portal? I, I don't know. I like right when I saw that. Or do you I, think he's just taking this season I, off? I don't know. Now I'm wondering, like, like what's going through his head. Like, is he thinking, man, I should have left. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like he's because he's like a top three guard on this team. That's why I don't get why. It was very odd to see. Like, that maybe was coach was it. like, listen, we really love Draven Law, Lawhorn, Gibbs Lawhorn. Maybe, like, we're, we're, we're going to lean on him heavily as that backup point guard. And I don't know where you fit in. I, like, I don't know. Here's the thing is, is like, I, I mean, we'll see if Sincere ends up being an NBA product. I'm not sure yet. But, like, by the time, you know, it gets to that point, he's, he'd be gone anyway by the time. So, I, I don't know. I, I Definitely the redshirt took me by surprise, um, being how impactful he was last year and how impactful we expected him to be. And then what happens if the point guard situation doesn't work out with Ty Rogers? You don't have Sincere Harris to back him up. You do have Justin Harmon. Yeah. Um, and then Gibbs Lawhorn, but those are a little bit of a question mark. Like you don't you don't know. So I'm, I'm I was very surprised when I saw that after the game. But I don't know. I don't know if he'll transfer. Maybe, um, especially if some of these guys stay. I mean, Harmon will be gone. I think right. he's a fifth year senior. Ty Rogers will probably be here. Um, Hopefully Gibbs Lawhorn should be here. I really like this kid. Mm-hmm. Um, just based on seeing some of the interviews you've done with him, mm-hmm. just the way he talks, um, he's all about that we, not me mentality. I love that. Um, I thought he played very well oh, yeah. um, in this game against Eastern Illinois, led the team in scoring. Um, you know, he shot really well from the field. Free throws, two for three. Um, but I want to say the play that sticks out in my mind was him going coast to coast, getting that feed from, mm. was it Domas that fed it to him and he took it to the rack? Could be, maybe harm. I think I Goody I got the rebound, shot it out to Domask. Mm-hmm. Gibbs Lawhorn was already kind of streaking. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they found him. That was just a beautiful play. Yeah. Um, and I mean, he had a huge block probably early in the first half that was big. Um, where I was like, man, he really elevated on that one. Um, but yeah, I mean, all around impressed. He's a good athlete, good player. He's going to be a problem for teams this year and next year. And he's really good on the defensive side, too. Like, yeah. like I said, with the block, like it's not just his offensive scoring, he's not afraid to shoot the ball. Um, he's going to be really good for Illinois. And if he sticks around, he could be really special these next couple of years. Yeah, really special. He's definitely. I think he's definitely an NBA caliber player. I think he's just so. got to get. I think he's got to get a little bigger. Yep. Um, but he definitely has the making to do. I mean, he's a big. I think he was a four star recruit. Like, it's really solid. Um, speaking of four stars, I will mention they just uh, today's signing day for them. They brought in a couple of good guys too. 
bunch of size. I know they signed, I'm blanking on his name, Rez Johnson, something like that. Uh, big center, four-star. Okay. I just want to throw that in. Um, and that's one thing they've been missing is just a true, true center. center. I don't, Quincy's not a center. Dane isn't, Dane's a center where he's like, doesn't have the length, but he's got the size, able to volleyball you kind of in the paint. But I, I, I said all throughout the transfer port, I wanted to get a tall center. Like not, a Zach Eady type? Not, not even that tall, just kind of like, I don't know, just lengthy. Just just tall, not not too skinny, not too big, just, I don't even know. <laughs> it's hard, hard to explain. Yeah, I got you. But, yeah, I mean, good good win against Eastern Illinois. You'll right. take it, you'll take it. They're going to take on Oakland on Friday. Uh, that'll be out of conference, obviously. Um, but... And then I'm trying to remember what the schedule looks like. I got it right here, um, yeah, my for guy. Next week, I know they got Marquette. That'll be a Marquette. Huge that's game. a big one at Illinois too. And Marquette's coming in number five on. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll show you what we got for. I don't know if you can see that. Yeah. That's... After Marquette, it's Valparaiso, mm-hmm. then Southern. I don't know who that is. Southern University. Mm-hmm. Western Illinois, Rutgers kind of start off. Florida Atlantic, I think, uh, for the Jimmy V That's Classic. That's another big game. Is I mean, another big one. And Tennessee right after that, the 9-10. and 10. Mm-hmm. Um, Florida Atlantic's a really good team this year. Saw them, you know, dominate teams in the, uh, in the NCAA tournament last year. I think yeah. They made the Final Four. No, no, they made the championship, right? I was really pulling for them. I love the Cinderella story. Yeah, they made the – Or No, because San Diego State, was uh, it San UConn. Diego State? That's right. That's right. But yeah, they made the final four. I was kind of pulling for them Mm -hmm. um, as soon as they kind of, you know, started coming out. And I've kind of liked those little scrappy underdog teams. Mm -hmm. The year before that, it was St. Peter's. Um, But Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, they're a good team. So Illinois got a bunch of tests early. I mean, and then Fairleigh Dickinson, they were a team that kind of made some noise in in last year's tournament, too. I like, I'm, I'm excited for the Colgate game. It's a mid-major team, just New York team, but they're a team that will literally shoot the lights off the place. They'll literally, like, you'd be shocked just watching them play how many threes they shoot and how many threes they make. So that'll be an interesting test for Colgate. Okay. Colgate makes a lot of, they're in the Patriot League. Right. Um, they they make tur- the tournament, like, every year, every other year. They always bring some talented guys. Um, I've watched a lot of them growing up, so that's just a game. It, won't, it shouldn't be, like, too crazy for Illinois. But I've watched teams get upset by Colgate, so you never know what could happen. All right, early prediction, bragging rights game against Mizzou this year. I don't know what Mizzou looks like this year. Illinois got smacked by them last year, I can right. tell you that. That game wasn't even close. But this is, I feel like this is a completely new team. Mm-hmm. So. They, I mean, Illinois should be able to take care of business. I hope so. Um, hopefully I'm at that this year. What, what's the date on that? December 22nd. I will not it's the be. Friday before Christmas. I will not be at that. Never mind. Or wait. Friday. I remember last year we were supposed to go and it was a blizzard. A blizzard. It just was not drivable. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. That was like probably the same, around the same time last year because I flew and out. I want to see that's when we I had flew out like that next day. Minus York. thirty wind chills too, so it's like you didn't even want to be. I remember flying out going that outside. day, and somehow, some way, my flight was the only one not delayed or canceled. I have a very good track record, knock on wood, of everybody's flights getting canceled, but mine. 
So I like to keep it that way. Got it. Just, just kind of how the cookie crumbles in a way. I mean, looking at the early schedule here, I don't see them really, aside from Marquette, I don't really see many problems. All these games are at home too. Yeah. So, except until they get to Rutgers. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the Orange Crush is always bringing it. You get that mm-hmm. true home court advantage. Oh, yeah, they'll be crazy. Um, there's, I mean, yeah, but for, for the most part, I mean, having that, having Marquette, man, what a tough test to start the year. Number five, Marquette is really good this year. Like, they they were a team that arguably could have won the championship last year. Really good. Um, that, uh, like we said, FAU's good. Like, they, they got some talent. You'll learn a lot about this team early this year. Yeah. Um, that's what you want. And we'll be able to know early if they'll have a... I, have a good run in the NCAA tournament. You, you'll know. Last year, you could tell this this team wasn't going far. And I will say, I think this year, they could go far. I think so. Like, I mean, They are truly built for the NCAA tournament this year. Aside from, I mean, once we get into Big Ten play, I mean, aside from Purdue and Michigan State having both of those teams I, twice this season. I don't even think like, Michigan State's that like, – they're good, but like, how do you lose to James Madison? That's That's bad. a good question, too. Like, I think Purdue is really good this year. I mean, maybe they're just feeding off the football vibes of uh, the James Madison. Purdue still Dukes. has, I mean, Michigan would be decent, but they lost. I mean, Jet Howard, they lost a few other guys. Um, Illinois can win the Big Ten this year. I think. I'd will, will they? Probably not. Purdue is, it's, it's going to be hard to be Purdue. They brought back like every guy this year. So, and then you got Zach Eady at 7'10. Over at Purdue, like he's yeah. gonna be a problem. But I will say Coleman, Coleman played very well against Zach Eady last year. Like Illinois should have won that game against Purdue last year, um, but there were some controversial calls at the end. I think that game, remember that Il- Illinois, was, Illinois was down like twenty five. Yeah, Matthew Meyer, yeah. And Illinois was down like twenty five, and then all of a sudden Illinois was down by one or something like that. Maybe they took the lead. That was a crazy game. Like they could have won that game, but P- Purdue is gonna be the team to beat, obviously. Michigan State's one of the teams to be. I don't think Indiana's that good this year. They lost. Uh, oh, what was uh, that guy's name? Well, there's Jalen Hood Shafino. He's with. That's not the one I'm thinking He's with the Lakers. Of. No, you're thinking Tristan Jackson. Or not Tristan Jack. Something Jackson. He's with the Warriors now. Um, he was. I mean, he was second in the All America uh, Naismith Award. Um, Trace Jackson Davis. That's it. Um. Yeah, I mean, they they only have Galloway, who's a kind of like a small point guard. Um, but yeah, no, it's Indiana's not the team they were last year. So Illinois has a true opportunity to win the Big Ten again, and see year to do it. And Coleman and Terrence Shannon Juniors last year. I mean, they uh, they got something to prove this season, especially after making the decision to come back, stay in school, and not go into the NBA draft. So. And it's, uh, hopefully it all works out. I mean, it's, it's looking good for Johnny Newton. So I hope they see that, see that as motivation, and you know, can continue to just ramp up because they uh two guys I think can play at the NBA level. How much, I don't know. How well, I don't know. But I think they're, they're guys that can make it. Um, and do you think yeah. that kind of helps to inspire the younger kids coming onto this squad? Like, hey, TSJ, Coleman. Mm, to stick around and... Yeah, kind of trust probably. I mean, yeah, maybe that maybe that has to do with why sincere Harris decided to redshirt. He maybe he saw like 
it's okay to play four years at a college or five years or whatever. Um, just trust in the process and whatever and see what happens from there. So maybe. I mean, hopefully. Okay. I'm telling you, young teams don't win NCAA tournaments. Just unless you're spectacular like some of the like the Anthony Davis Kentucky team. Yeah. Where, like everybody was a freshman, but they were all NBA draft picks, like, okay. But you don't see that anymore. I mean Cal was notorious for the whole one and done yeah. and you barely see it at Duke. Like Duke had one national championship a few years back, and they were young, but they're so good. Like you don't see as much. That UConn team was very experienced. Yep. Like they won for a reason. I don't remember who won it the year before. Um, Kansas. Yeah. Oh, Kansas. That Kansas team. I feel like they actually had a lot of freshmen. Now that I think about it. I don't know, but experience, <laughs> experience helps in the tournament. A lot of the teams you yeah. see go far have that experience. So it's good for Illinois. They got all the thing, all the makings to do it. Question is, will they? I don't know. But um, I don't think anything you want to add with Illinois or anything else. Um, I think we hit on everything we wanted to talk about. Yeah, I will say. They're consistently, I will say they're consistently scoring about 80 so points mm-hmm. so far this season. Yeah. So, I mean, I would like to see that Eastern Illinois score maybe be a little bit higher. Yeah, the spread but... was 30 and a half. They did not cover. No. Almost, though. Yeah. Yeah, I did want to say Josh Dobbs, dog, for the Vikings. What a win last week. I mean, everybody's getting hurt in the NFL right now. Everybody. See, and Kirk Cousins got hurt at Green Bay. That's not a turf field. What's funny is, like, it's grass. The Vikings are, like, notorious for, not funny, but the Vikings are notorious for hurting opposing teams' quarterbacks, just, like, coincidentally. I mean, every time Aaron Rodgers got hurt, it was yep. always the Vikings. They hurt Justin Fields. They hurt, like, every quarterback. But they never had their quarterback get, like, seriously hurt until this year. It was sad. That was a sad day. That was a sad day for me. Oh, and I think you got a solid pickup with the trade. Yeah, so. it's it's so tough because it's, like, in being in the middle of do the Vikings give up. Or do they try to win games, go to the playoffs, but like you have Josh Dobbs at quarterback, you're not. I don't know, is Jefferson going to come back? Or he just got gonna... designated to return. He's not going to play this week, they don't expect, but Coach McConnell said uh, next week he's probably returning. Okay. Which is big. I mean, that only adds more. I really That'll like. That'll be interesting to see what him and Dobbs can possibly do together. I, I, I did what I will say, and you know, as a Bears fan, I love having a mobile quarterback. It is so much fun to watch. Oh, yeah. The Vikings would have lost that game if they didn't have a mobile quarterback. Josh Dobbs was literally just running all over the place. I think he ran for like 60, 70 yards. And one of them was a fourth down that he ran for 20 yards to win the game, basically. Did I see you pick him up in our fantasy league? I didn't. All I've right. been like debating. Like, Somebody do, did. Do I pick him up for the memes? Like, should I? But then I was like, mm, it's not worth it. Like, as much as I convince myself, it's not worth it. But he might get rushing touchdowns. The Vikings' offensive line is so talented. Like, they're good. They're good offensive line. So And you guys just also one. lost that Kate, what, Cam Kate? Akers. Another one. Torres Achilles. Again. Um, yeah, that's rough. That's a tough blow. Well, not really tough, but we already were struggling at the running back position. So, not ideal. KJ Osborne was knocked out on the field cold. Hopefully he's okay. Yeah. Probably not play this week. But having Justin Jefferson back next week could help. Um, but, yeah, loving football. Not going great for any of my teams. but No, me neither. We're making it work, I guess. Syracuse things. Not ideal. But what are you going to do? I just want to go to a bowl game, Illinois. So please win two more games. There you go. Um, but we'll see. But yeah. 
That should wrap it up here okay. on Rookie in the Vet. If you don't already, make sure to check us out on all podcast streaming platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, you name it, wherever you get your podcasts, or on YouTube. Uh, that'll do it here on Rookie in the Vet, and we'll see you next time.